0: Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity health, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. If you have any questions and are watching us live on our Facebook page, you can comment and we will do our best to answer while we are live on the show, so do not be shy. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you.
1: Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's the Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Rains.
0: good Monday morning everybody I am Rebecca with Grateful Heart TV and this morning is a very special morning my good friend Denise McCreary is sitting right next to me wine guru of all of the East Valley that's like probably like the little tiny bit I want to talk about Denise and we're gonna talk all about Denise today but she truly is Let me show this fry I'm scrolling like I'm supposed to like a good girl let me see this. Here we go. She truly is. And I'm trying to get back to the original screen. So Denise was just sharing on her Facebook, by the way, because she was wanting all of her viewers to tune into this show as well. Welcome, Denise. You are the epitome of success in business. And let me get back down to the business part. Gosh, thanks, Rebecca. I I'll told, take it. Yeah, you should. And you know, Fry, he's so funny. I told, I told Denise in the beginning of the show, it's like having a 15-year-old driving the car. I should not have this control of the pad and the screen. I'm just saying, I really shouldn't. I think you're doing a great job. Well, thank you, ma'am. When I say success in business, Denise is all about shopping local. She might have a vested interest in shopping local.
1: Tell us about your store, Denise. Well thanks, first of all, thanks for having me this morning. What a great way to start a Monday morning by meeting with a girlfriend that I've known you for years now and yes. we share a lot of similar interests with work and community and I just love being here on a Monday morning. Thanks well, for having me. Thank you for coming. You
0: know, we've been trying for a while, COVID's kind of put a little wrench in just about everybody's
1: regular plans, wouldn't you say? It has and we have been trying for a while and I know we discussed doing it here, we also discussed doing it virtually. but. Any excuse to get—I know, me too. Any excuse to uh, wear my mask, absolutely.
0: I don't know if you guys can actually see them, and that's why I put them up here. We'll remove for wine. We will be removing these for wine today, just so you guys know.
1: Absolutely, and we are six feet apart. So yes, at least
0: six feet apart. At least, yes. At least. So, anyhow, (laughs) all of that said shop local denise talk to us
1: where is your store located so my store divine gourmet is in south chandler we are at alma school in chandler heights almost at the very very bottom of what is now one of my favorite towns in arizona and we have a retail shop, an online presence. But it's funny. I um, was in the store yesterday, and when I walked in, the first thing I did was feel like, ah, oh, welcome home. You know, my shop is such a part of us. We've had it for such a long time that when you say, "Tell us about Divine Gourmet," I'm really telling you about my home.
0: And it's true. You've all right. You started in 2003 in Tucson, yes. correct? Is that yes. what I read? Yes. And since then, what year did you come up to the valley?
1: We moved here in 2009, and we had a facility in Tucson that was our retail store and our kitchen. And when we moved up here in 2009, the reason we chose South Chandler was so that I could be close to Tucson Uh and still commute back and forth. So
0: when did you get involved with the city of Chandler?
1: Well, you know, Rebecca, was, was it previous? <laughs> was
0: it right when you
1: moved to town? It was right when I moved okay. to town. Um, Smart
0: business move. I'm just saying, when you're a self-employed business owner, you should always get dialed in with your city
1: commerce. Absolutely, the Chamber of Commerce. We moved up here in January, left our business in Tucson, and I joined the Chamber of Commerce. I think in March. I knew that if I wanted to have a presence in the East Valley, I needed to get involved immediately, and a Chamber of Commerce is one of the best ways to do it. And I'm not shy. So as soon no, as I read- shy at all, girlfriend. <laughs> as soon as I read that there was an opportunity to go someplace and meet people and um, collect business cards, pass out business cards, and just get connected, I was there.
0: And that is one thing I absolutely love about Denise. I'm also, as you know, a business owner in the city of Chandler. My husband and I have a real estate business, and we used to be literally walking, spitting distance to your store. Spitting
1: distance. Spitting.
0: So we did get addicted to these bad boys, which we'll talk about in the second half of the show. Oh, my goodness, are these just sinfully delicious we used to run over there and just get just our little fix of these wonderful things. I know. I miss you being. I miss <laughs> you guys
1: being right across the parking lot. Absolutely. I know, but
0: we're only a mile away on True. Arizona Avenue in Chandler Heights, and like you, we did get involved with the Chandler Chamber as soon as we moved into Chandler. We were downtown Chandler. We know a lot of the same people as a result of yes. being dialed in with downtown Chandler. Of course, we're huge fans of downtown Chandler. And one of my fun things—I I, I was stalking you, as you know, this morning <laughs> on all of your social media to get some fun pictures. And you were not that long ago on Fox News, will you share with us what this was about?
1: Oh, my gosh. That was probably one of the funnest mornings ever. So uh, Corey with Channel 3, he's so dynamic and so personable. And they called and asked if they could come out and do a little feature on us for Valentine's Day. And who wouldn't want the opportunity to have Corey come and hang out with them in the morning? So he came over, and we talked about Valentine's Day. We dipped some chocolates. We ate some Rice Krispie treats. And he even coerced me into an ad-lib dance. (laughs) on camera because, you know, he's a show guy. I didn't know that. He is. He's a show guy. And he does, um, I'm afraid I'm not going to get this right, Corey, if you're watching, uh, please forgive me if I mess this up, but I believe he does either A Christmas Carol, He, he, he stars in a show. I believe in Gilbert or Mesa, every Christmas oh, he sings, he dances.
0: I had no idea. Yeah. Well, just so you guys know, those of you guys who haven't met Denise yet, she's also a fabulous singer. Like, there's like a whole list of things that I can go on and on and on about you. I've seen you sing at a restaurant before, so you've got voice there, sister. You came sister.
1: to my debut. I, hadn't, I used to sing professionally decades ago, another lifetime ago it feels like. And it was my debut in Chandler after not singing for about 15 years. To at a little local restaurant, and you and James showed up, and it was I was, it was so super, nervous. It, it was, was super so fun. fun
0: watching you yep. though. So multi talented Denise here. If you're lucky, and you get to meet her. Maybe you can talk her into doing a little show tune with you. Apparently Ron was able
1: to. No Corey, Corey. Was, able to. He, yep, he was able to. Yep, he was able to. He was able
0: to talk you into it. <laughs> now there's another group of people up on the screen. I want you to talk about because. I know I've met this fine fella many a time. He's your sommelier. Did I say that correctly?
1: Well, he's Besides the, your husband. He's the love of my life, yes. But he's a sommelier, absolutely. That's my family. My husband, Andrew, and my children, David and Kate. And they are, oh my goodness. Well, you know. You know, know how important family is.
0: Yes, I know. Family is very important. I think it's really awesome that you get to work with your husband. Another thing we have in common, I get to work with mine. Yes. Which, you know, some people ask me if I'm crazy. They definitely ask him if he's crazy. But, you know, <laughs> we we really get to enjoy a lot of time together. And then we're not feeling like we're always talking shop because it's what we love to do. I'm sure it can't be any different for you and Andrew. He's your... I always say it wrong.
1: Som, call him a psalm.
0: A psalm. He's a psalm. So he understands and can talk to you all about good stuff. Like he told me the story behind this guy.
1: Ooh, yes. Yeah. So
0: we're going to get into that after the break. But... When it comes to wine, and you guys have your wine parties, he is there, and he is a wealth of knowledge. Like, it's so cool listening he, to him talk.
1: He is a wealth of knowledge. It's one of the reasons I married him, Rebecca. He did promise <laughs> to love, honor, and keep me in wine. Um, so I had to say I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, so he, when I met him, he had just started his career in the wine business, and he was a wine distributor, and he spent 25 years working in the supply and distribution side of wine, fine spirits craft beer. It's been a lot of fun. And he retired this summer and is now joining me at Divine Gourmet full time. And I love it.
0: I know. I can only imagine. So when you started your business in '03, he was already into wine, was he not? He was into oh, wine. Did he, that come first or what came first, the
1: chicken or the egg? The Well, the wine or the wine jelly. It would have <laughs> been the wine. So he came first as a wine distributor, he was always bringing home um, half empty bottles of wines from tastings. And as much as my girlfriends and I really tried to help the guy and out and take it. care Yep, we <laughs> tried. There was just a lot of wine around the house and I'm not complaining, truly, I'm not of complaining. Of course not. So there was one morning when I was making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for my children at the time, they were 3 and 4, uh-huh. t- 2 and 3. And I was looking at the half-empty detritus of wine bottles on the counter, and I thought, hmm, jelly is made from juice, and wine is juice, so why not? (laughs) I don't think you've ever said that before, have you? (laughs) Never, ever. (laughs) So that's literally how we started, was by turning wine into jelly. I went to the local Ace Hardware store, Uh bought a canning kit Taught myself how to make jelly out of wine.
0: Oh my gosh! I can't believe I've never heard the story. So we've known each other for all these years now, and I had no idea that that's how it all started. So, wine into jelly in her kitchen after going to Ace Hardware, and this was down in Tucson. Yes. In 2002, 2003. Mm -hmm. And then what came up with Divine Gourmet and and the whole center down in Tucson and making the move to Chandler?
1: Yeah, so we sold our wine jellies at a street fair. It was really the opportunity to do the wine jellies was just an opportunity for me to have my kids with me and do some fun things on the weekend. I had come from a couple of different careers in education, marketing, and show business, and this was just something new to try. And um, we took it to a fair down in Patagonia and sold all of our wine jelly. In one morning. It was crazy. Now this is the
0: same wine jelly I've had that pairs really great with cream
1: cheese and crackers. Yes, Ridiculously great. Absolutely. This wine jelly. So that started it all? This is what started it all. That is so cool. And we had so much fun and it was so successful that I turned to Andrew and I said, do you mind if I build a kitchen and sell wine jelly for a living? And he laughed. He's like, sure, babe. Go for it. Sure.
0: What a wonderful (laughs) husband. So did all your friends and family think you guys are just absolutely nuts? or was everybody really supportive?
1: Everybody was very, very supportive. It was a different um, career for me and Uh I'd never ever thought about being in the food industry and um, I had never been in direct sales. It was just very new for me and I loved it. Mostly what I loved was not answering to anybody.
0: Well, there's definitely something to be said for that. I think no matter what, you still answer your customers, I still answer to my clients.
1: Absolutely. But
0: to get to wake up in the morning and know you are the one creating your destiny that day then that's what this whole show's is about—is to motivate each and every one of you out there that has thought about starting their own business. Just do it, because just do it. You don't want regrets in life. And I think COVID honestly has gotten a lot of people thinking. I've had to say, you know, a lot of changes in lives—not maybe all perceived as good up front, but right. life changes that maybe needed to happen for a long time. And I know a lot of people have been like, I don't want to be behind a well, no, no longer a cubicle. Now it's right. a computer right. screen stuck right. at home with their kids. Uh, things are changing and I I thought this was really cool and I pulled up their What About Us on their website, Denise has it a little bit outdated because I know she's got a lot more awards than what is showing on this screen. I'm sure there's a ton more awards but it kind of talks about her humble beginnings and some of her wonderful products are gift baskets during the holidays, that's a big part of your business. Obviously, Valentine's is huge for you as well because of the dipped chocolate, whatever, and I mean, who doesn't want a nice bottle of wine? I personally love buying my clients gifts from your store because they all love the local wine. They all love the gift baskets, all the local food, all the local everything. If, as you guys can tell, we're really big about shopping local. We are. Local fours, I
1: think, is what we call ourselves, correct? Yes,
0: absolutely. So if you guys haven't heard of Divine Gourmet and you are on Instagram, I urge you to check her out on Instagram because she does post a lot of really fun things, all the things that she sells, a lot of the things that they're doing in the store. And a lot of it also, what I think is really cool... Uh, all leads back to giving back. You know, you guys all know the song of my show is you get what you give. Absolutely. And it's my theme song to life. It's my theme song to everything. I got the opportunity last year to go watch Denise in action. You had, and I know that this right now is not happening because of COVID in person. Correct. But you had a huge auditorium full of people at the SoHo downtown Chandler 63 boston am i remembering that correctly
1: yes you are good job i'm like did i cheat soho 63 there you go Soho
0: 63 she and the one i went to you guys are doing a lot of awards and showcasing a lot of really powerful women in the city of chandler and i know you were named as one of them i don't know if it was this past year or the year before but talk to us about women in leadership and what got you to start that I've gotten to hear it, the coffee version of it, but I want my audience to hear the the big version of it, because I think this is really cool, Denise, how you
1: give back. Well, thanks. It's a wonderful organization, and um, you're referring to last year, the uh, Chandler Lifestyle Magazine does an award every year, the Real Women of Chandler. That's it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so that was um, put on by the Chandler Lifestyle Magazine in... Um, I was about to say in coercion, but in in partnership with the Chandler Chamber of Commerce. Uh And they do this every year. And it was a wonderful event. I was honored to be named. Um, Most of the fun just came from being in the circle of all the other women. But Women in Leadership was started by the Chandler Chamber of Commerce about six years ago. Uh, Terry Kimball, who was the CEO and one of the most dynamic uh, women business leaders I've ever met, Uh, She came to me and we discussed what we were looking for as far as a women in leadership, a women in business group for the chamber. So she and I spent some time talking about what goals were, and we came up with Women in Leadership. At the time, it was called Women in Business, and um, that has since morphed to include all women who are leaders, not just business women, because as you know, there are women leaders outside of the commercial industry.
0: Absolutely. And
1: we are, uh, our purpose is to empower, educate, and mentor women through education networking, um, mentoring circles, and it's really been a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for women of all levels and ages starting out um, who have been in their careers for decades. It's just a great opportunity for us to all come together do best practices and support each other.
0: Well, what I thought was so awesome at that luncheon, other than seeing all these fantastic women get up on stage, receive very uh, great awards for all mm-hmm. the work that they've done and all the giving back that they do. You know, you had people who wrote books. You had people there that I think wasn't—is um, it Castile the last name? For, Camille Castile. Thank mm-hmm. you for City of Chandler, the Unified Chandler School District. Mm-hmm. She received an award, and I was just awesome to hear all these stories. And then another thing that I thought was really cool that you've definitely been a big part of, and let me see if I can scroll this right, is ICANN, which is in partnership, right? With Chamber of Commerce,
1: well, or? I can is its own I, is, is its own entity, but uh-huh. they work closely with the Chamber. You know, downtown Chandler, we're a small town, and yeah. we all we still work are. together. All of our charities, our nonprofits, our businesses, our business associations, we all feel like we're family. And when something happens at one, it just ripples throughout. Um, but I can is my newest. Gosh, it holds so much of my heart. It is a nonprofit organization that is located right off of downtown Chandler, mm-hmm. and they take care of kids. They provide kids opportunities to enhance, grow, and get connected themselves through positive programming. The majority of it's after school positive programming.
0: I, I that just caught my ear. What is
1: positive programming? Positive programming. Positive programs. It is opportunities, it's programs, classes. Anything that is going to help our kids be positive, stay positive, and grow. Interestingly enough, Rebecca, one in eight kids in Chandler, Arizona, are going to bed hungry tonight. And that just seems um, – it's almost gobsmacking when you think that we're such an – I just got a-
0: chills. That, that is right? crazy. In it's Chandler, crazy. there's in one Chandler, in eight.
1: One in eight. And there are s- – there's so much money in this town, and there's so many corporate headquarters. There's a lot – to give in Chandler and ICANN was started back in 1997 by Henry Salinas one person one person who wanted to make a difference and he actually drove around and connected with kids that were um, either homeless or on the streets after school they didn't have places to go they had no one to assist them with basics like um, homework help and social help some of these kids didn't have any meals so he gathered these kids and he gathered volunteers and he worked with the city of Chandler he worked with our current mayor Kevin Arkey in various churches and whoever he could work with to create ICANN, which is now a beautiful, beautiful uh, two-and-a-half, three-acre complex. Uh And we take care of kids. They're after school, technology, snacks, dinners sometimes. We transport them from the schools in the neighborhood. We really do. We we try to fill the gap in between home life and school life um, for both um, the kids, and not just the kids, but for the families as well. We try to take care of the entire family As you know, that what happens in a kid's life is far more reaching than what happens in just his little life.
0: Oh, absolutely. So if somebody wanted to get involved with ICANN, what kind of things are you guys looking for? Obviously, everybody's looking for cash donations. But besides cash donations, which there's nothing wrong with cash donations, so if you're looking for a good charity to donate to, ICANN would definitely be a great one to start with. right? But if somebody wanted to give back in another way, maybe giving their time, what are things that they could do for ICANN that you guys would be looking for?
1: Absolutely, there's a lot of things. We always need equipment. Sports equipment, school equipment, school supplies, arts and crafts supplies. We always need that type of thing. Water bottles, snack bags, whatever we could use. Um, we can always use people's time. We have people that come in once a week and teach guitar lessons, or they do dance class, or people who will come in and they'll just help us with putting art projects together, they'll volunteer in the classrooms, we'll, they'll help serve at special events. So we can always use time, service, donations and I am going to loop back to that cold hard cash because in the time of COVID right now it's really really tough and we used to have 200 kids that came to our facility pre-COVID now where are those 200 kids going you know we're doing our best to take care of them on campus and off site we drive around and we deliver family kits to the families um, craft kits and supplies and things but um, right now everybody's struggling trying to meet the demand of taking care of the kids who don't have people taking care of them
0: that's like heartbreaking like seriously listening to that if you guys have been looking for something to do with your time that's meaningful Think ICANN. Now, ICANN was just featured on Channel 3 News. Was that not?
1: They were. Uh-huh. AZ Family.
0: AZ That's Family. That's a this great was, picture. And this was just like a week ago, yes, right? Yes. So what were they talking about promoting here?
1: So they were talking about their um, kids' kits and their family kits. And what happened during COVID when we weren't seeing our 200 kids mm-hmm. was we needed a way to connect with them. So can created these little arts and craft kits, supply kits, that the, that the kids could come to the campus, pick them up, and take them home, and at least stay connected connected. connected to ICANN and their families during COVID, and it was so successful that they, they reached out, they started delivering these kits. And then they made the kits more about just the kids and about the family. And now they have the My Family kits that are big subscription boxes that have all kinds of arts and crafts and information in them. And then they did it even better where if you wanted to buy a My Family kit for you and your kids for every box that you buy, ICANN will donate one to a family in need. Oh
0: my gosh! So I bought a
1: kit to give to one of my employees who has little kids. Yeah! And then ICANN's going to be giving a kit out to as well. So so give a little, give a lot.
0: You know what I want? I'm saying it right now. I want to give one of these gifts to whoever's watching the show. This is going to be our gift of the show today. I'm paying for it. I love it. Okay. So I'm signing up and I'm going to give a family a gift of this kit. Mm-hmm. And then you guys give another one to another
1: family that's in need, right? Absolutely. It's me and my family mm-hmm. kits right now. We are just doing a beta test on a three month subscription. Okay. And it's $50 a month for three months. And I can I'm, do it. I'm going to get one box each month to give to. Um, I don't have little kids, so I'm just going to give don't it, have it to somebody with the little kids. But then ICANN will be giving out a box as well. So okay. everybody wins. Sign
0: me up for a three month subscription. Got it. Sign me up right you now. Got it. People who are watching the show, we're going to figure out how to give this gift. We're probably probably do a little promo on social media and all you have to do is just sign up and say that you are interested cuz you got littles and then you know I can will also be giving it to a family in need and I love that. Another thing that ha- Can that- I
1: mention icanaz.org very quickly while of we're course. talking about this if you've got your phones for your littles, your grandkids, anybody, it's icanaz.org. You can get more information on the me and my family kits.
0: Okay. Me and my family kids, org. we're doing this. And we will be giving away for the next three months. I'm coming back up to Women in Leadership because in speaking about how you guys have had a pivot, pivot's mm-hmm. been like the word this year, has it not? Mm-hmm. Pivot, pivot, pivot. So we have to pivot business and to be successful. Women in Leadership with the Chandler Chamber, I got to go to a wonderful luncheon that was with hundreds of women in the room and you, know, you just felt the love and you felt the power and you felt the energy in the room you guys are still operating today.
1: Oh my gosh, we are. We're doing it virtually and what a hoot. The Chamber, not to interject, I apologize, but the Chandler Chamber of Commerce really knows how to do virtual meetings and virtual parties. And
0: I want to be part of the next one. So talk to us and tell us if somebody's interested, there are women in business, a woman in leadership, they just want to learn more about how other women are being successful How do they get dialed in? Absolutely.
1: So you can go to thechandlerchamber.com and um, hit their events tab. Which is what I did here. Yep. Yep, there you go, events tab. And you can do their virtual women in leadership luncheons. They're very, very informative. They're entertaining. I know not everybody enjoys the Zoom meeting, but I think that if you can just lean in and embrace it, there's a lot to it. And you'll learn a lot of things here as well. But they also do other events, like their Wake Up Chandler and their Business After Business. That's a great event. Last month at Business After Business, there were 72 of us, 72 of us online in a Zoom meeting, laughing. It was happy hour, so we all had drink. your wine. Drink, yep. <laughs> and there were 72 of us, and then we'd break down into little rooms, into uh-huh. private chat rooms with eight people in a room, and so we could go around and do our... Oh commercials and then we'd come back and we have a dj ray ray from 110 entertainment's playing music people are dancing it really is a lot of fun
0: that is super cool so yes. when is the
1: next online event so the next online event i believe is and you can come back to week. us is it this week i think it is it's either this thursday we are or talking next about thursday. a lot of
0: stuff happening this week because we're getting ready to fill your calendar with denise's online virtual wine tasting happening this week
1: well, you know, you've got to fill your calendar with virtual events. What else is it fill with right now? <laughs> I mean, how many times can you schedule yourself for your back patio, right? So
0: you know what? It's so funny? I, at that luncheon, saw Brandy uh, Heredia, who yes. is of Unmarked Beauty and Wellness. She yes. has been on our show before. I know. Stop touching your face, I know, Denise. I feel like But you know what's <laughs> funny? I'm going to tell you. So you were talking about how... Everything's on Zoom now, mm-hmm. and that's how all the meetings are happening. What Brandy was telling me is she's getting a lot of clients coming into Unmarked Beauty and Wellness who are worried about how their face looks on camera because now all of a sudden everybody's on Zoom, and
1: Everybody. the lights have a way—I know it—going places that that you know, I feel like I need to back up from the lights. Alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny? So I, I want to sh- give my friend a shout out. I had a friend who, well, he's still a friend. His big business before COVID was seminars, uh, conferences, concerts, like anything audio visual. And the newest thing with his business is they're going around setting up professional sets so people could do Zoom at home and look good. So that's like on the horizon. I have a feeling that this Zoom is not going anywhere. Even when the masks get to come off, we've all kind of learned how much we can do and how much we can accomplish behind a TV screen, and I think a lot of people are getting really comfortable with it.
1: Absolutely, and I think they should be comfortable, and shout out to Brandy as well, she does amazing work, but at the same time, I don't know that anybody really cares what we look like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I think think we care while we're getting dressed for Zoom, but when I'm in a meeting, and I'm looking at the other people, I'm not noticing anything other than their smiles and their personality. Well, you know what's so funny, we are always our own worst critics, right? I just had a
0: girlfriend go on House Hunters with me, and she now has braces, because she said When She saw herself on camera. She's like, I hated my teeth. I had to go get braces. She's in her 40s. She's the cutest 40-year-old I've ever seen wearing braces before. But, you know, I just, I think we're all, that's, I don't know if it's just a women thing, though. I think everybody is this way, where we're our own worst critic. We just focus on ourselves. And the truth be told, just like you said, when we're in a room and there's like, what, it feels like the Brady Bunch with all the little squares of everybody's faces on your Zoom. Right. You know, when we're looking at our friends and colleagues, we're not, worried about crow's feet or
1: laugh lines or any of that other stuff absolutely and i saw that episode of house hunters international and i don't remember anything being crooked no off color or anything you guys looked amazing and mostly it was because of your personality and your light that was just shining through
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I love this woman. Yeah. You can stay for a while. We'll definitely be drinking some wine. So that said, I think, and let's see if Farai's going to yell at me. I think I got this right. I think we're ready for a break. So, fry do me a favor. Run our commercial. Short break. You guys come right back to us, and then we're going to talk all about wine.
1: Oh, darn. <laughs> looking <laughs> for a mortgage, you need a personalized
0: plan, not a click button get mortgage option. Tara Krieg and the TK Team have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision. It deserves a strategic approach. The TK Team provides you with a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score, helping you qualify for better rates and terms. Visit thetkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century already. I want to say that experience truly matters, so when you're looking for your realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. However, my experience doesn't matter nearly as much as my clients' experience. I dare you to Google me. You'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Hi, my name is Rob Sell, I'm with Sell Home Inspections. Been doing home inspections in the Valley for about 20 years. I do a variety of home inspections from new builds, resale, commercial, multifamily units, fourplexes, duplexes, and even on up from there. I can be reached at 602-908-7355. Again, 602-908-7355. Thank you, and I appreciate it, and I look forward to hearing from you. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Lawyer's Title is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest group of title insurance underwriters, Lawyer's Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask a realtor or a loan officer today about using Lawyer's Title on your next real estate transaction. Lawyer's Title is a member of the Fidelity National Financial Family.
1: Have you been thinking about buying a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead so you can get the best rate, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage today. 602-741-4121.
0: you guys are. I was kind of hiding behind the sign. I thought this was really fun for one of my clients who is, has, what's the best word to say when you're an aficionado of wine? A wino with an X. (laughs) A wino with an X. X. So we just got her this cute little welcome home sign. She hasn't seen it yet. I don't know if she's going to watch a show and if so I might have just given away that. Uh, When I went to go buy her, Denise has a wine club. And this is one of her tasting glasses for her wine club. One of my most favorite things to do on the fourth Wednesday of every month. Is that this month? Is it that this week?
1: Well, it's normally, the four, pre-COVID, it was the fourth Wednesday of every month. But okay. this month, it's gonna be the third Wednesday. I'm sorry, I just I have a, a, a reaction to an empty wine glass.
0: Oh, yes, she's gonna help yes. me out here. So I'm gonna taste some of her wine. And while we're doing some wine tasting, we're gonna, she's gonna educate us on everything wine, gourmet. I would, I wanted to get her husband on here to talk about this beautiful, uh, bur, is it burgundy? It is a burgundy. It is a burgundy, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure Denise can talk about burgundy too. One of my, when I very first met Denise, one of the funnest things we had to look forward to was her parties she had in her store. Hugely successful, people lining up, you know, filtering in. Of course, today that's unacceptable, social distancing. So, Denise has had to
1: pivot with Andrew and do something a little bit different. Talk to us about that, Denise. Well, I tell you, our Fourth Wednesday wine tastings have been an institution in South Chandler for eight years. We've had them uh, come rain or shine, we've had our Fourth Wednesday wine tastings. It's an open house style, two hour, come flow, drink with our wine, um, usually our vineyard guys or our distributors, and um, we've had anywhere from 80 to 120 people there at a time. But now, (laughs) you know, we need to get straws, little straws, slats put in there. So,
0: yeah, I I went into her store and I saw the cutest little mask. And then I just remembered, I need to play this cute. So you guys can see how cute her store is. There is Denise
1: at her store. Oh, watch that fan, though. Check that out. What does it say? Play at Gila. Play at Gila. Play at Gila. That's from my friends at Gila River Casinos, Hotels and Resorts. So she's got the kitchen
0: to the side and all the, oh, I better
1: Move that screen over. There we go. Well, I like lipstick and donuts. That's okay.
0: I like lipstick and donuts, too. But I am taking this off for wine. So tell me, what did you just pour me? This is delicious.
1: So I just poured you in lieu of having a wine tasting. Now, we're obviously going to do a little traveling private tasting. But this is called Trio, and it is from Flying Leap Vineyards in Wilcox, Arizona. I love Pouring wine from Arizona because I'm an Arizona girl and I actually went to high school in Wilcox, Arizona. Oh,
0: did you? Really? I did,
1: I did. And we were not talking about wine back in the 80s in Wilcox, Arizona. And now it is such a flourishing industry. Uh, Flying Leaps grows most of their, they get most of their grapes from Southern Arizona. And this is a, I have to say I have not yet had this one.
0: It's really sweet. I would let you have some of my glass, but it's my glass.
1: (laughs) I know, and I didn't bring a glass. Um, It is sweet. So the trio is um, a- a, It almost tastes
0: like apple juice to me. It's really, but it's good.
1: Absolutely. Um, There's uh, a lot of people are unsure whether or not they like Arizona wines because the first round of Arizona wines that came out 20, 25 years ago, leaned towards the sweet and now Arizona you know it takes a long time for those those vines to develop and now they're really producing some world-class wonderful Sangioveses.
0: So 25 years ago wine was not a big deal in Arizona. I've been to many of the of the wineries. I, I love traveling Arizona and checking out the different wineries and I have been to flying leap before have you I have and it was super fun so 25 years ago that was the beginning of it they it it was which is crazy Wilcox I had no idea
1: I know Wilcox used to be strictly cattle and cotton in the 60s 70s and early 80s and then their water table changed and the apple industry came in and took over part of the cotton industry and because of that it was a natural progression to grapes Wilcox and um Uh, There are parts of Europe wine-growing regions Uh where they are very similar, and it's at 4,500 feet up there. So they are really developing some wonderful, wonderful wines. And if you don't think you like Arizona wines, I would challenge you to try them again. Um, I believe they are just starting to come into their own all across the board.
0: I love Arizona wines. I've been to Stronghold. I go up north. Mm -hmm. I've been all over and I know Denise carries a lot of Arizona wines in her store. Uh, I I also want to point out for you guys who checked out her Instagram, she also has a wonderful Facebook page. And I was checking out the post. You just did some remodeling in your store, it looks like. or And I don't know if this is pivoting with COVID, or have you always had the baskets for people to go and fill up the baskets themselves?
1: You know, we have, but with um, COVID, We needed something to do to keep us busy in our retail shop over the summer, so we just thought we would make it a little bit more user-friendly. We've always done custom baskets, but you kind of, I wouldn't say you had to ask for them, but because we do so many standardized gifts and our shop is not overly large, Uh um, it was a space issue. So we've kind of zigged and zagged a little bit, and we are doing more shipper-friendly gifts, gifts that are more streamlined and economical to ship. We've gotten rid of some of our big, huge, grandiose packages, and we're also... Um, encouraging people to come in and build their own basket because most of you know what your recipient likes more than we will.
0: You do some fantastic baskets though I will say on your own and you put things in there that I never would have thought to put in but I do enjoy selecting for my own clients. Absolutely. And you have the cutest candies again okay I told you in the first half we were going to talk more about these delightful little devilish things Salt sea classic sea salt caramels. These really are to die for.
1: I'm telling you, they really are to die for. Those were a mistake. We did not. You did mean not mean to, to make go these? into. The, we did not mean to go into the candy business. Mm mm.
0: Oh my goodness. These really, and I know that we even like Sherry, who works with me, just recently bought a couple of bags of these to give to one of our other coworkers because she got hooked on them from working right, with us. Right. These are delicious. So even if you're not into wine, you should go into her shop because she's got popcorn. She's got nuts. She's got all kinds of Arizona. I mean, t- talk to us about some of the other vendors that you feature in your store because
1: you have so many that's Arizona-based. We have so many. And I will say while we we're talking about caramels, that caramels and red wine, if you haven't tried Ridiculous. them, caramels <laughs> and scotch, Ooh. Oh a scotch, a nice bourbon, a Ooh. single malt scotch, a whiskey, anything with uh, any caramel-colored liqueur. And caramels go really well together.
0: Okay, that's a nice plug. I'll nice have to make sure to plug. buy some Absolutely. more of
1: those. So, we do have a kitchen in our store, and in our kitchen, we make candy, snacks, nuts, jellies, mustard, mustard, spice mixes. Um, and fun chocolate-dipped treats, but we really try hard to support other local businesses. I know. We carry um, Serrettas from Glendale, their chocolates, uh, Cactus Candy, all of their Prickly Pear candy um, products. We like Sting and Linger. We like Serrano's. Oh, local Chandler restaurant Serrano's. We just started carrying their hot sauces and their salsas. Did you really? Yes. That's awesome. I've eaten at
0: Serrano's for forever. They're they're like a downtown staple that have been there forever. Ever, it feels like they are.
1: They are, and Anthony, I'm really trying to figure out how to get your bean dip in a jar. That's going to be our next <gasps> product project. That would Serana's be really bean yum, dip yum. In a jar. Yeah. But we love supporting um, other local. We try to buy local as much as we can. Um, it's difficult in our industry because all of our packaging ma- materials aren't even made in the U.S. We right. have to get them offshore. Um, but we try so hard. We we want, when you come into Divine Gourmet and to buy a gift basket from us, not only are you support- supporting us, but you're supporting you know a half dozen dozen other, other local Arizona v- businesses. And you know we Arizonans are fanatical about our geography. I live, play, and work all in like a three-mile bubble. I know. Coming here today, (laughs) you were
0: saying.
1: I'm like, wait, I got to get on a freeway. What? Where's smart? I know, right? But we, those of us that have businesses here, we spend our money here. All the money that comes into my store is spent right in my area. All my employees live in the area. It's just really, really wonderfully and local. Speaking
0: of employees, you were kind enough to hire my daughter years ago. So Hannah. Th- this woman is, is definitely got some courage, and I'll tell you, she Hannah was a sweetheart is a sweetheart and
1: gone off to college and I hope maybe one of these days I'll get to see her again. But oh she was awesome. And you know she is right now I've got another gal working at the store that I met when she was 10 years old. She was on my daughter's swim team and now she's almost twenty and she's delightful And I love having that family feel.
0: Well, because that's where I was going to with it is that you always hire. It seems you know people that you know. You you have a big family. That's what's so fun about watching your Instagram posts is you guys are having a great time in the store. You hire. You have employees. You know you're supporting Arizona through and through. I love getting the gift ba- gift baskets for our clients, especially when they're from out of state, because they get so much Arizona absolutely in in a basket, and absolutely. that is so fun for us. So I do need to ask you because you are a wino. Winer. I'm a wino
1: with an X. With, That's with an W-I-N-E-A-U-X. An X. W-I-N-E-A-U-X. We're keeping it classy. <laughs> wino.
0: <Why laughs> when I started drinking at the age of 21, mind you, and I'll have a little bit more of that. Um, When I started drinking at a very young age of 21, I only, if I was going to drink wine, it was white. Mm -hmm. And for some crazy reason, and I'm not saying that I don't because I do love this wine that I'm getting to taste today, and about 10 years ago, all of a sudden, overnight, it seemed my palate switched to reds. Is that common
1: for people who get into wine? It's very common, and part of it has to do with our culinary maturity. You know, most of us start Mm -hmm. drinking coffee with lots of milk and sugar, and, you know, by the time motherhood and entrepreneurial comes in, it's give it to me black and immediately. Or in an Um, IV. In an IV, absolutely. (laughs) My first wine was something sweet and pink, of course, Mm -hmm. and I feel like you've got to just develop, your palate's got to develop a little bit to understand and appreciate the character, not that it's harsh, but red wines have so much character they and really so many cool. layers and depth of flavors that um, sometimes it's just a lot for our taste buds to handle.
0: That's, and, and you know, it took me a little while to grow up and be a big girl. I did buy this bottle for one of my clients. The reason why I bought one of the, this bottle for one of my clients, I have the amazing client who has a fridge, like literally every house we had to figure out where the fridge was going full of wine. Of course. It was the number one priority. You know, Other people care about their couches fitting. Oh, no, 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 we had to make sure that there was room for the wine fridge near the kitchen, in the kitchen, somewhere around the kitchen because she loved her wine Mm -hmm. so much. So I walked in and I see Andrew at the store. I'm like, Andrew, I got somebody who's like really into wine. What do I buy somebody who's really into wine? And he busts out with this. So Kathy, if you're watching the show, I'm sorry to ruin your surprise. You are getting the sign and you are getting this wine. And I also joined her to join your club. So we need to circle back to your club. But he told me the cutest little story about this wine. Do you know anything about this wine?
1: Well, I know that I love it. (laughs) And it is a wine that he introduced to me early on. And um, I don't know what his cute little story is. Andrew is such a font of knowledge. You could say something like, you know... Lithuania, 16th century, and he can come up with a story about wine in Lithuania in the 16th century. Well, and it would be very hard to play Baldur Dash with him, I'm sure. Oh, impossible! <laughs> but that is a wonderful wine. It's it is a fine wine. It was from our fine wine section. He said
0: it was the nicest wine you guys carry in the store, so I had to I it's had to do very it. Very nice.
1: And um, there are some versions of that bottle that comes out with a glass cork, and I don't know if that one is a glass cork <gasps> one or not. But instead of a regular cork cork, it is literally glass with a little cap. And we have one from the bottle that we drank 20 years ago, still sitting in our in our little home bar. But it's a wonderful bottle of wine. And... Um, she's going to know how much you appreciate her by that bottle of wine well that's sure. cool yes. yeah he started telling yes. me
0: all about the guy who made it and and like i and he was he said it so quick i'm like oh my gosh can you please email that to her because there's no way i'm going to remember all that and he did he <laughs> was that- he was nice enough to send it to her Aww, in an email that's nice i know well
1: he's probably told me that story but most likely he told it to me while i was drinking wine and i <laughs> do not take any responsibility <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so now we're gonna have to talk about some wine tasting denise Speaking of wine tasting, of course I stole this off your Facebook as well. And it looks like you guys had a really fun party. Was this actually at your shop at the time?
1: So it was a virtual wine tasting that we did with some of our um, customers and some of our favorite winos in the community. We launched a virtual wine tasting box where people came in, they got their wine, Uh and then they were at home and they joined us for a live wine tasting, much like we were speaking about earlier with the Chandler Chamber. So um, my husband and I and um, one friend in the audience sat here and we participated with him while he He Zoomed the wine tasting, and he would tell us, now pour a glass of this, and you'll notice this scent and this taste, and it was a hoot. So that's the future. That's the
0: future of your wine tasting club, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So we have it starting this Thursday or? This
1: Wednesday, the 16th. Wednesday.
0: Don't say Thursday.
1: Don't say Thursday. It's Wine Wednesday. Wine Wednesday at Divine Gourmet for our first ever virtual wine tasting. We're going to be tasting all the wines from Arizona's very own Flying Leap Vineyards. And there is a special if you come into the store and buy the wines. They're on sale. And then you'll log in, should you choose to. I don't know why you wouldn't. But then you'll log in to meeting with the information below. And Andrew and myself, well, he'll be doing all the, ta- the talking. I'll be doing all the drinking. And he will explain the wines that we are drinking. And, you know, you can set yourself up a little happy hour, invite the neighbors over if you're comfortable social distancing with them. And we're hoping it's going to go over swimmingly.
0: I'm sure it will. So this Wednesday, 530 to 630, If somebody wants to get the wines ahead of time to taste them with you during this 5.30 to 6.30 hour, do they just call the store, how do they get themselves
1: registered and, and all the fun stuff. So they can either call the store or they can grab this link right off here there's no registration we just hope that you'll show up. Okay. If you come into the store we'll sell you the wine at a discount and if you can't make it into the store and you'd like to just open up some wine of your own and sit there and listen it'll be fun. Okay so we'll make sure that when we are posting the
0: show because actually we'll post the professional version of this on Wednesday so we'll make sure Perfect. to promote it with the link Ariel, if you're watching, which I know you are, you're going to need to make sure to grab this link so that anybody who watches, if they want to tune in from 5.30 to 6.30, they can watch the Psalm himself because I'm not going to mess up how to say that. I think you've got it, though. <laughs> Sommelier? Yes, absolutely. Sommelier. Yep. That's like the wine guy that actually knows everything that he's talking about and he makes it sound so cool. He really does. So Make sure to get registered. Go to their website. Check them out. September Wine Club deal. Buy a bottle of Flying Leap Wine and get a half Wait, half off the second bottle of Flying Leap wines, right?
1: That's crazy. That That is crazy. That's a crazy deal. That's a crazy crazy deal. deal. That's what I'm
0: drinking here right now, right? Yep.
1: And that's the Sweet White. They've got a couple others. Um, This is a special deal that was passed on to us from Flying Leap. So
0: the Trio White's what I'm drinking
1: right now. Yes. Yes. Okay, so it's a $34 bottle that you can
0: get the second one for only 17 bucks.
1: Yes, and we'll mix and match. You can try a couple different ones. But um, to flip back to the comment earlier about um, how it's a lot of people move from a white wine to a red wine because uh-huh. of a sophisticated palate, please do not misunderstand that you can have a sophisticated palate and love your sweet white wines. Oh, this wines. is delicious. Absolutely. This
0: is super delicious. Absolutely. I, like, like I said, I... I went from only drinking white to really only liking reds and now I'm kind of liking it all depending on what you're pairing it with.
1: Or the season. I'm drinking almost all whites right now because it's It's Summertime. Yes, and I had beef brisket on Saturday with a delicious Chardonnay. Uh, or two. But it was wonderful. <laughs> and that whole red wine, red meat thing no longer applies. You drink really? what you like. Absolutely. And this is one of my favorite. I I jokingly call it breakfast wine. But for, um, you know, a brunch or if you're having quiche for dinner or something, it's... Mm, Ooh, mm-hmm. I like
0: quiche for dinner. That mm-hmm. sounds like I actually had quiche for breakfast just yesterday. So are all of these going to be on the tasting this week? They
1: are all going to be on the tasting. And the San Giovese, I have to say, if anybody believes there is not a good dry bowl, old Arizona wine with absolutely no sweetness, come try the Sangiovese. That will convert a Cabernet drinker in a minute.
0: Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, so if I want to come and get all four of these, Mm -hmm. so I have them for the tasting, Mm -hmm. all I have to do is call you, Yep. we'll get a box together. Yep. Okay, so, winos. Now, how did you spell wino?
1: W-I-N-E-A-U-X. That's the French version. The
0: French version of wino. Yes. Listen up. If you're a wino, and you're one of my past clients, you're part of our, you know, club, Guess what? I think the next client appreciation. I was telling Andrew this. We'd like to do dinners here and there, and you know, just give back to our clients that have been really good to us. Mm-hmm. If you're a wino and you're a past client of mine, you let me know if you're interested. We're gonna actually have our own wine tasting party. Maybe you guys can come up with something a little bit special for us. Absolutely. I'm gonna put you to the. I'm gonna put you to the test, and I might have had. i already feeling pretty good from this little bit. Not gonna lie. But that said, I'm still gonna be logging in on Wednesday with James. We're gonna come and get all four bottles probably later today and we're gonna enjoy and learn about all of these beautiful so you said Sangiovese, the trio blend, I'm getting a taste now. Then you have a sweet red and a downrange red. Oh no, what that one says it's That's currently, currently being, bottled. being
1: bottled. So the sweet red is sweet. Both the trio white and the sweet red are both sweet. I love them both. Sweet um, red. Sweet red, why not? There are some days when a sweet red after dinner in the pool, um, sometimes with like a spicy, like a pasta puntinesca, I think a sweet red, or with Mexican food, I think a sweet okay, red really... Okay, you still Mexican
0: food, just so you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a chili
1: relleno or something, mm. it really balances the spice and the acidity in Mexican food. Um, and then the Sangiovese and the Union are not sweets.
0: Not sweet. And I and I really do like Sangiovese. What's it? Is the Union red a blend? It is a blend, and I'm going to admit I have not yet tried it. So we'll get to try it on Wednesday from 5.30 to 6.30. Mm -hmm. Andrew's going to tell us all about it. Is there any food or anything else that we should pair with these for in anticipation of the class, if you will?
1: Absolutely. Well, I always like if I'm truly tasting a wine, there's such a difference in wine between with food and without food. So I like to have something bland to cleanse the palate, and I like to have something fat like cheese or olives or something with some... With Texture. some fat in it okay. because that will really change the mouthfeel and, um, Stay away from green vegetables. You really want to taste the wine, and the best way to do that is something bland. Cheese and crackers. Can't go wrong with cheese and crackers. Yes.
0: Now, you like chocolate to mix or for tastings as well, I'm sure, because I've been to tasting rooms where they give you a little piece of chocolate. Mm -hmm. Do you just save that for the red, or do you also do that with
1: white? I actually like white wine and chocolate a lot. Do you? A lot. I do. And I'm not the biggest fan of red wine and chocolate together. I do like it, don't get me wrong. But I prefer savory with my red wine and um you'll if you put some chocolate and some cheese and some crackers on your tasting this coming week you will notice a difference every sip will be different that
0: is so crazy and i love that and i cannot wait to learn about it and i think that brings us to okay this was talks about all of the different wines visit their website and that brings us right back to where i started on their website their website is stores dot divine gourmet dot com and it's spelt stores dot gourmet.com. gourmet denise any last things that you'd any wisdom about wine you i can about the women in leadership we've talked about so much today you know actually i'm i'm not even gonna let you say that i'm you save that okay my question for you one of my agents recently everybody who watches the show knows i do real estate and i've mentored mm-hmm. a lot of agents over the years And I'm going to start asking all of my guests this question. He was feeling kind of beat down. Mm -hmm. And the reason why he's feeling kind of beat down is he's done really well for himself in his young little age. And he's kind of getting some naysayers and just some like, like he's almost embarrassed to talk about his success. Mm -hmm. And what a shame for me to watch somebody that I've watched grow in business, not want to, you know, receive the accolades he deserves because... Of maybe some naysayers or just some you know things like that and i would guess that you along with everybody else who is successful has had to deal with that to a degree Mm -hmm. so some of the people like i said to him i'm like you know what quit worrying about it and i think what hurt his feelings was some of the people closest to him he was expecting to be really happy and celebrating him weren't Mm -hmm. so as you grow in business what is some advice that you might want to give somebody who's just kind of starting out starting their own business realizing some new success and maybe it's a little uncomfortable because of how other people are reacting to them. What would you say to somebody like that? That's
1: a really great topic and I think that people who are new in business struggle with it just as much as people who have been in business for years and years. And there's a fine line, pardon me, between um, the accolades for you and the accolades for your business. And we want the accolades because we didn't get into business to not be successful. And those are just reiterations and validation points for our mm-hmm. success. Um, for me specifically, when it comes to whether it's, <clears throat> pardon me, I have a frog in have my some throat. some water. I have a flying leap in my throat. <laughs> um, if, if it's, whether it's accolades or naysayers, you know, it's sometimes as a small business owner, it's really tough to watch those who are closest to you brag about their deals on Amazon when you feel like, wait a minute, I'm local, I'm here. But regardless of the noise that you hear from either side of the business world, for me, it's all about being a good steward of my business. It's not about me, Denise. It really isn't. Right. If it weren't for Divine Gourmet, none of those things would exist anyway. So for me, if just keep your eyes on the stewardship of your business and and then it's all about divine gourmet so whether there's praise or put downs or challenges or whatever Mm -hmm. it's divine gourmet that's getting the shine and it's divine gourmet that needs to meet the challenge I am just the the steward I'm just the driver of the boat
0: well I love how um what's the word I'm looking for I'll think of it in a moment this is kind of slowing me down just a little bit my brain usually moves a lot I'm gonna top you off a little bit just in case (laughs) um you know actually now one thing i do want to bring up Mm. that's very delicious denise thank you Uh, toastmasters i have to bring this up only because i'm a huge supporter and fan of toastmasters we're talking about success in business i love what she said about being the steward of your business because it's not just about denise it's about divine gourmet and all the people behind divine gourmet that have been helping her business not just Survive, but really thrive. Like Mm -hmm. you do, an amazing of giving back to ICANN and giving back to the Chamber of Commerce and and all of that. But ultimately, you started in humble beginnings. That was the word I was looking for earlier. Being humble, I love being humble. To the point of where you sought out. So what I think is so funny, I didn't know this. I went to Toastmasters for a good couple years. And I was a member of the same group or club that yes. Denise was a member yes, of. Absolutely. And we actually know some people in common that are still members of that same yes. club. And yes. we both are fans of Toastmasters. How? What got you deciding to do
1: Toastmasters? Was it because you were just so new in business? What years were you doing that? No, actually, I just joined Toastmasters when I moved to Chandler, and again, I'm not Mike shy and I used to perform for a living, so I did not join Toastmasters because I felt that I needed help public speaking. I joined because I was new to town and I wanted to meet people, um, but I also felt that I could use a polish. You know, we all need a polish. And um, I think once you've decided you're perfect at something and then you don't need to continue to work on it, I think that's, that's the start of a it. slippery slope. Absolutely. That's when you need it the most. Absolutely. And Toastmasters has been wonderful because even though I am very comfortable on a mic, I didn't realize the little things that that can be annoying in conversations. Right. The only problem with Toastmasters is once you learn from them, you you can't. Watch TV the same again. I know. I
0: know. (laughs) I just want to sit there with the little clicker (laughs) and click click people. (laughs) So, you guys out there that are just starting in your business, whatever it is, the reason why we both joined might have been for different reasons, but I do agree with you with the polishing. I've never been really super shy, but I needed the polishing as well. And I went to Toastmasters. I competed. I, I learned a lot. I don't hit my hands on the table anymore like I used to. At the end of the day, self-improvement is so important no matter what you're doing in business and i know denise is a firm believer in that and also giving back to your community that you're in absolutely so i want to give you firm accolades and I, I was giving you an opening to end the show but then i got sidetracked because i saw a squirrel <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and, of and that of a happens and and, and and its name was um wine yes yes, yes. trio and, yeah trio very delicious <laughs> wine so make sure you guys tune in on wednesday 5 30 to 6 30 on your go-to meeting Uh, But that said, I do want to have Denise finish the show with her words of wisdom for anybody starting, thinking about starting a new business. I know like your husband just retired and now he's full time with you at the shop. I'm sure some things happened out of COVID that made him decide to go that direction. A lot of people are going through a lot of change right now. Any words of wisdom for those folks?
1: Oh, gosh, it's really tough to use um, a time in our environment as the impetus for change. At the one hand, I think it's very good to do that. But at the same time, big change should come out of a big desire to see it through. And it's easy when our environment changes to grasp and to Mm -hmm. jump. Um, Anybody that would like to go through big change, I'm a big believer, you know, change. If it doesn't work, change again. If that doesn't work, change again. Um, Being a business owner is not for the meek of heart um, or for the narrow of mind Mm -hmm. and just because you make good wine jelly doesn't mean you are (laughs) a good business person so it's it's the whole picture the whole picture Mm -hmm. and you know, it's crazy. I don't know that life is done with its change this year. You know, no. 2020 still has a few more months left. It is only three and a half months till Christmas, just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but mostly, if, if you can keep your eyes on being grateful, and mm-hmm. I'm not just saying that because of the show. No, but, but it's true. It's true. There's there's. It's weird out there right now. And all we know that we have is what we know that we have. Do you know what mm. I mean? And I I'm love that. And I'm so thankful for yeah. what I know that I have, which is my my family, my love, my faith, my friends, a good bottle of wine, a cute kitten, you know. And and
0: really good face masks. And
1: really good face masks, locally made too, by the way.
0: Yes, they're very cute, very cute. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. You are quite the inspiration for any any, I'm not going to just say woman, because for anyone in business, the way you've grown your company, the way you give back, Denise, I sincerely applaud you and really do cherish our friendship. Thank you. Back at you, sister. Thank you so much. This has been a wonderful morning. Thank you. Goodbye, y'all. What a great show. And thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. Otherwise, we'll have another show for you again right here next Monday at 11 a.m. Arizona time.